Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. It's just nuttier every day. <laughs> Would you think it's as nutty as it can possibly get? Nope. It got nuttier. Uh, President Trump was impeached again yesterday. Uh, second time. He's a trivia question now. Yeah. Uh, who's the only U.S. president to ever be impeached twice? Mm-hmm. And who's the most petty Speaker of the House in history? Yeah. <laughs> There's an easy one. <sighs> so a week before he he's going to leave office, he became the first president, first American pre- a president impeached by the House twice. Chamber charged him with high crimes and misdemeanors for inciting an insurrection at the U.S. Capitol seven days ago. Again, what a crappy insurrection that was. <laughs> the most unprepared insurrectionists of all time. President's behavior in the uh, 13 months since the first impeachment left House Democrats making a more clear-cut case than the first time around. Really? <laughs> huh. Okay. They did no due process. They didn't. I mean, there was nothing. Yeah, it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna vote on this, and the count was two hundred thirty-two to one ninety-seven. Every Democrat voted for impeachment. Every single one, and ten Republicans, ten Republicans voted for impeachment this time around, and they included <clears throat> Liz Cheney of Wyoming. John Katko from New York, Adam Kinzinger, Illinois, Fred Upton, Michigan, uh, Peter Meyer, New Mexico, Jamie Butler of Washington, Dan Newhouse, also of Washington, Anthony Gonzalez in Ohio, Tom Rice in South Carolina, and Davey Valadeo in California. And there's your 10. Uh, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger are probably the two I've familiar with, somewhat familiar with it yeah. in that group. Uh, but to get 10 Republicans to vote to impeach Donald Trump because of what happened last week, uh, it's just, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, and remember the report is that they think they have 10 to 20 Republican senators. Somewhere in there on board, you need 17 to convict. And they've got 10 to 20? Yeah. And the vote will happen after he's already out of office. <sighs> So that makes a lot of sense. So we're gonna we're gonna we're going to uh, go to a vote to convict the president of the articles of impeachment and remove him from office <laughs> after he's already been removed from office. And don't you think that's uh, more of a Mitch McConnell type look? We are going to show that we are not the party of Trump. We are breaking from Trump. This is more of a forward-looking vote than anything in the past-looking vote. In my opinion. Possibly. Certainly not going to help him going forward. Uh, that, I, I mean, if they hold a uh, a trial after he's left office, I, I just don't, I don't see how any right-thinking human being can say, yeah, that was a good move. That was a really good, uh, that was a really good expenditure of time and effort. Yeah, regardless. On, on behalf of the U.S. Senate. If, if they convict him or not. Right. The Republican Party doing this, uh, that's the end of the party, I think. 
I think it's also an opportunity to try to smear Trump to the point where he can't come back in 2023 and 24 to run for president again. I I think that's what it is, because if he's okay, he's already the only president ever impeached twice. And then if he's the only president to have ever been removed after he was removed from office. They're going to have both of those things to, to beat him with. So, again, this is a vote for the future yeah. after mm-hmm. the impeachment yep. as opposed to what may have happened before. And it makes you wonder, what is the Republican Party going to do now? Where are they going? Where are they headed? Is there anybody that can carry a conservative torch forward for the, for the party for the future? I don't know who it is. Mike Lee? I, I don't think Mike Lee ever wants to run for president. Maybe he will, uh, but there are scant few. Marco Rubio maybe has a chance still, but I think almost everybody who ran against Trump in 2015 and 16 is, uh, they're pretty damaged mm-hmm. from running against Trump. And they have a nickname, too. Yeah. That they can't yeah. shake. <laughs> I mean, the little Marco thing is always, it's, it's stuck. Lion, Lion Ted. Stuck, even though Ted didn't lie. Uh, I mean, amazing. Christy <laughs> Nome. Christy Nome. Yeah, okay. There's somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan right. Crenshaw uh, might mm-hmm. make some waves mm-hmm. four years from now. Might. Fill that void. Yeah, Crenshaw's not bad. And then you've got Nikki Haley. There are a few, I guess. Yeah, well, There's a few. Crenshaw's going to have some issues. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some rising stars like Christy Nome and... Uh, I don't know. Nikki Haley, I think, is kind of, uh, she's not happy. With, the Trump people aren't happy with her right now. So, I don't know. Um, what did she do? Uh, she said something after the uh, Capitol riot uh, situation. I forget exactly <laughs> what it was. Um, and I think it was toward Trump, if I recall. Mm. <sighs> There's uh, Slim Pickens. Yes. But, yes. you know, Mike Lee would be a great Supreme Court justice, but... Uh, what are the chances there's going to be a Republican making that decision anytime soon? So maybe he will run. Maybe. Because he does love this country. He is, um, and, and I hate to throw this at the very top, but you almost have to have, yeah, he has a great sense of humor uh, when he uses it, when he taps into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would resonate uh, with the electorate, I think. So mm, Jim Jordan, uh, he could run. Uh, he's definitely been in lockstep with Trump during this uh crazy time yeah he's been a close ally so that might uh, work to his benefit and trump likes him yep uh trump gave him the presidential medal of freedom so they've they've got like a little kinship going on there uh, so yeah jim jordan eh, maybe maybe and he blasted the democrats yesterday uh over their effort to cancel trump and uh a bigger waste of time i don't know that i've ever seen <laughs> I just, I, I can't believe that they can look at themselves in the mirror and say, yeah, six days before he was uh, set to be uh, leaving office, we impeached him. By golly, that taught him, that learned him some manners. <laughs> hours, hours before the dude. It's so petty. Uh, you remember, uh, was it John Edwards, uh, the vice presidential running mate for John Kerry? Remember, he used to talk about two Americas, mm-hmm. and he was obviously talking about rich and poor and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. If there has ever been two Americas, it's right now. Yeah. We are so divided. It's, it's heartbreaking. Drudge's main headline the last few days has been how many hours it is till Trump leaves. Um, and he doesn't update it every hour, so it's kind of weird. But <laughs> uh, 
He's got he's got the headline right now. 149 hours left. 149. Hours. And it's not like a counter. It doesn't just no. tick. Nope. Tick. It just says like all day. It'll say 149 hours, and then sometime during the course of the day, he'll change it to, you know, 135 or whatever. All right, that's annoying. <laughs> it is. Um, you know who's counting the hours it is, is uh, Mike Pence. Oh yeah, and that's for sure. He's like, get me out of here. Please don't <laughs> yes. let them ask me anything else. No more questions. Uh, There's another guy who's a possibility for the future, but I, I think he's pissed off a lot of people too. Uh, he's obviously uh, not a he's he hasn't made Donald Trump a big fan of his in the last few days uh, because Trump wanted him to to do certain things which he wouldn't do. He wanted to he wanted Pence to throw the electors back to the state and the state legislators uh, and and go through the whole process again. I mean, there's no way he was going to do that. Did you really think he would do that? There's no way Mike Pence was ever going to do that. Mm. So, the, I mean, he's not happy with him. So does a Trump, <clears throat> I, and maybe this depends on how the Senate votes and the Republican Party puts their final stamp of judgment on Donald Trump, mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. an endorsement help or hurt more uh, for a 2024 Republican candidate, assuming yeah, not Trump sure. isn't running? Not sure. Uh, an endorsement by Trump of them? Yes. Yeah. That's For the, I'm, I'm talking big picture <clears throat> in November, <throat> not with the base and all that stuff necessarily. Because even if uh, he does, let's just say he endorses a Jim Jordan, right? That might get mm-hmm. him through the primary and that might uh, right. resonate with the Republican base. But when it comes to November and you're going to have Kamala Harris running, and you're going to say, oh, look, it's a Trump ally. Do you want to go back to the chaos and there'll be. There'll be video from the Capitol and stuff. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We are so Won't that be fun? Won't that be nice? That'll be great. And, you know, I I think the president's a little radioactive right now, so I'm not sure how much an endorsement would would help at this point. Um, Also, from last week and the Capitol Hill riots, they're uh, looking into all kinds of people, including uh, Chuck Norris (laughs) being charged. Man. There was a a guy there who... (laughs) I guess looks somewhat like Chuck Norris. <laughs> look at this dude is posing for pictures, and people are like, "Oh, look, it's Chuck Norris. Let's get our picture taken." Walker takes his ranger. Come home, y'all smile. And it's uh, that's clearly not Chuck right? Norris. Right? So. It's not even close. Come on. <laughs> There's the Chuck Norris. But it was to the point where Chuck Norris had to deny that he was there. <laughs> yeah, I I wasn't really there. Uh, yeah, the publicist had to say. Yeah, the rep for him said, this is not Chuck Norris and is a wannabe lookalike, although Chuck is much more handsome. Uh, Chuck remains on his ranch in Texas, where he has been with his family. <laughs> so he was not at the Capitol Hill riots, which I'm pretty glad of. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of a relief. Also, somebody on uh, Twitter, Cousin Bromas, tweeted out, Wait, so white supremacists stormed the Capitol to overthrow the white supremacist government, but were stopped by the white supremacist police force and are now being tracked down by the white supremacist FBI? They're very confused. That's about right, though. Yes. It's a battle among all of uh, the white supremacists uh, in this country and in, in Washington, D.C. last week. So, yeah, it does get it gets a little confusing. 
Uh, meanwhile, President Trump yesterday appealed for peace and unity. Here's what he had to say last night. Fellow Americans, I want to speak to you tonight about the troubling events of the past week. As I have said, the incursion of the U.S. Capitol struck at the very heart of our republic. It angered and appalled millions of Americans across the political spectrum. I want to be very clear. I unequivocally condemn the violence that we saw last week. Violence and vandalism have absolutely no place in our country and no place in our movement. Making America great again has always been about defending the rule of law, supporting the men and women of law enforcement, and upholding our nation's most sacred traditions and values. Mob violence goes against everything I believe in and everything our movement stands for. No true supporter of mine could ever endorse political violence. No true supporter of mine could ever disrespect law enforcement or our great American flag. No true supporter of mine could ever threaten or harass their fellow Americans. If you do any of these things, you are not supporting our movement. You're attacking it, and you are attacking our country. Uh, all right, so that was his, uh, his speech last night. Um, yeah, right after his impeachment, his second yeah. go around. That's got to be a second badge one. of honor for him, though, really. He's probably like, yeah. Good. I'm the first I, one to ever have that happen. I made him so, so mad. They had to impeach him And that's twice. exactly what it is. They hate him so much. Yep. That they were trying to find a way to humiliate him out the door. Yeah, and uh, just remember, uh, Nancy Pelosi so desperately wants you to have a $2,000 check that instead of rushing that legislation through as soon as the new Congress began, she did the petty thing and went after the president for a second time. Yeah, exactly. And she fought the $2,000 for what, eight oh, months? Yes. yes. She fought it. And now it's hers. Now, now that's why the Democrats control the Senate, because it's our baby. Unbelievable. She outmaneuvered McConnell so badly around Christmas. Seriously unbelievable. Uh, all right, let me take 60 seconds to tell you about Bilt Bar. These are healthy, but uh, they're also incredibly tasty. They're so delicious. Uh, you will, I mean, they're as healthy as, in fact, healthier than your favorite protein bar, but better tasting than your favorite candy bar. And you're going to love these flavors. I really, my favorite is the caramel brownie flavor, but uh, there's something to please everybody. Cookies and cream, uh, coconut almond, raspberry, the peanut butter, the mint chocolate. Only 110 to 160 calories in these bars. Three to five net carbs. This is going to be the healthiest thing you probably do today. Um, you can be proud of yourself and you can continue with your New Year's, New Year's resolution of eating healthier and just getting into better shape. This will definitely help you do that. Because once you have that sweet tooth satisfied with the Built Bar, uh, you're going to be able to stick with everything else. Built Bar is the answer. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code PAT20 to get 20% off your next order. Promo code PAT20 to get 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Gray. <laughs> this is a fun image, too, of uh, Nancy Pelosi. Apparently, she's got a nice impeachment suit that she wears every time she impeaches the president. Rob noticed that. <laughs> look this at is this. awesome. Uh, look at that. It's the exact same outfit except for the mask. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the brooch. 
So she exchanged oh. the brooch for the mask. Remember that? Oh stupid yeah. Okay. Hand. Yep. Oh. Yep. <laughs> She's gross. Oh, that's amazing. The same necklace. She really, uh, she really enjoys that. Uh, that look, I guess. Her impeachment. Uh, when she's impe- impeaching a president. Uh, outfit, yeah. Be the last time she has to wear it for the next four years at least. So. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not. You know, you think they're going to impeach uh, Joe Biden or Kamala Harris? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I well, don't think so. I don't know. After, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> also, Congressman uh, Brian Mast uh, getting a, attacked. By Jake Tapper. I'm just, I'm done with Jake Tapper. Oh, he, he used to be sucks. a fan of Jake Tapper. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him, but he is Full, awful. Fully absorbed by the CNN machine. It took a few years. But yeah. yeah. But yes, he has been. Uh, here's what he was saying about uh, war hero, Brian Mast. What you're saying right now is relevant because Congressman Brian Mast, mm-hmm. a Republican from Florida who lost his legs, by the way, fighting for democracy abroad, mm-hmm. although I don't know what his... I don't know about his commitment to it here in the United States. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Wow. First of all, he's not committed to democracy. He's committed to a a republic. Uh, That's thing one, Jake. Uh, But uh, he also tweeted out, Congressman Brian Mast, who lost his legs, by the way, fighting the same thing that he just said. It's just the quote that he just said. And why did he put the quote? He didn't didn't do it? No, he did not. Okay. Was it Mast? Because I know Mast responded to this. I think... Whoever tweeted out the link just gave us the quote there. Uh, Mast came back at him, and then Tapper came back again at him, doubling down on it all. I mean, it's despicable. These people are just, they hate Trump so much that... uh, It's what animates them. Yeah. Yeah, it's really despicable to watch. Uh, I've, I've been really surprised to watch the disintegration of Jake Tapper's integrity over the last at least a year, maybe more than that. Uh, but we used to defend the guy all the time and say, no, no, he's fair. He, he does this to both sides. Yeah, no, uh-uh. no, not so much anymore. And then speaking of these lunatics on CNN, uh, check out this particular lunatic who says Trump is the spiritual leader uh, for domestic terror. Exactly. So so we're not there yet. And I think what we have to remember is Trump is the um, spiritual, but I will also say operational leader of this domestic terrorism effort. He tells them where to go. He tells them what to do. He tells them why they're angry. Um, And so (laughs) tells them uh, why they're angry, like any counterterrorism effort, which is total isolation of the president of the United States. Impeachment. Yes. 25th Amendment. Yes. Deplatforming. Yes. All of the above. Mm. No money. No access to campaign funds. A complete isolation because as the leader of a terrorist organization is viewed as a loser, as a not winner, it is harder for him to recruit. Look, he's going to have his radical elements. We will arrest them. We will isolate them. Uh, But what we have to make sure is that Donald Trump does not have a second act. I know I sound Mm. incredibly harsh right now calling the president. Pause it for a second. No, you, you don't sound incredibly harsh. You sound incredibly crazy. You sound bat crap crazy. Is what you sound like. Uh, that is unbelievable. To appear on national television like that and accuse the president of being the leader of a terrorist uh, group. <laughs> if this was, if this was any right wing person during the Barack Obama administration, mm. they're all hell would have broken loose. 
and that person wouldn't have a job. And that person wouldn't be uh, respected or taken seriously ever again. Look at the just absolute insanity being marshaled right now against Donald Trump and everybody on the right. I mean, she's going, she feels free to insult every person who voted for Trump, 75 million Americans, uh, by saying that they don't know what to think or do or where to go. Oh, she's not the only one going without Donald Trump. Yeah. Like we're all automatons, like we're all morons. What else are you looking for? All right. Spike Lee has some comments for all of uh, Trump's voters as well. Is this a video or just... No, it's just uh, some nice quotes he gave to, uh, I think, Deadline Magazine. Yeah, so he compares to 70 million, by the way, it's almost 75 million, who he said voted for President Trump, compares them to Nazis and slave owners. Hmm. Okay, yeah, again, bat crap crazy. Yeah. No matter how bad we talk about Agent Orange... (laughs) Donald Trump. That's his name for Trump. Agent Orange. Wow, that's clever. (laughs) It's uh, even a more condemning comment on Americans as a country that 70 million people voted for this guy. Jeez. Uh, That's a comment on America that's okay with the president saying all Mexicans are... He didn't... I know. Say that! I know. (sighs) Saying that all um, Mexicans are rapists, murderers, and drug dealers. Just they cannot let go of that. That's 70 million people who believe it's okay if you separate mothers from their newly born sons and daughters, many still breastfeeding. Seriously? It's good stuff, right? Oh my gosh. I'd like to know the percentage of that, of how many uh, breastfeeding babies were separated from their parents. That's one of the highest immoral acts, separating mother from infant child. Who does that? (laughs) Nazis? Slave owners? That's effing shameful. It's effing disgrace, and it's a terrible mark on American democracy. Oh, there you go. Got another uh, early morning democracy plug. So freaking stupid and asinine and extreme. And all their extreme rhetoric is perfectly fine, by the way. They can can bring out the Nazi thing all they want. Oh, Mm -hmm. and another good example of that, uh, the Oliver Darcy thing. Yeah. Yeah, where is that? What well, happened? we have a video clip of that. If you'd like to see him, happened to Oliver Darcy? Yeah, he's gone. He was on CNN now, of course, and and he's been CNNized. Oh, well. CNNified. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Here's uh, what he had to. Here's yeah. what he. First of all, the thing was, uh, Glenn had said something, right? And and he's defending somebody else going after Glenn. I forget how this works. This I'm not sure. This is uh, a couple days ago. This is before Glenn. The story this week was was bringing our informational crisis to the forefront, right? It's a national emergency. You have corporations uh, and people that are profiting off of lies and conspiracy theories, whether that's big tech, whether that's Fox News, whether that's the TV providers that beam OAN and Newsmax into homes, or Mm. Rush Limbaugh. There are a lot of people profiting Uh off of lies and conspiracy theories. What should we do? What should we do? I don't really see how things get better how we move on as a country until this informational environment is cleaned up oh. Oliver, fox news uh, the, Mur- the murdochs they are still enabling this stuff because they're obsessing douche. over big tech bias that's what they call it Ugh. and trying to ignore the riot can't take it right where are they we, they need to be held accountable as well we're talking a lot about people like josh Hawley and ted cruz rupert murdoch lachlan murdoch 
They need to be held accountable for the lies that they have peddled to this country, not only in the past mm. two months about the election either, but in the past really you know, several years that have really brought this uh, to the forefront. Mm. So we got to <laughs> clean up uh, conservative voices. Right. Well, and, clean them up. And they're going to have to be held accountable for what they've done okay. the last couple of months. Should we round said. up? Uh, right-wing media people and put them in jail? Is, what it feels is like. that what you're suggesting, Oliver? Something. What in the hell happened to Oliver Darcy, who used to work here? Wow. The CNNification of Oliver Darcy is apparently quite complete. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah. So, after about a billion... Trump Nazi and Trump supporter Nazi comparisons. Not to mention the crystal knocked uh, comparison to the Capitol uh, incident last week. Now the left again is all of a sudden outraged if Glenn dares compare anybody to uh, to Nazis or what's going on in Germany. And obviously there are some stark comparisons right now with the fascism that is happening in the mainstream media and in this country right now, uh, it is too obvious not to use a Nazi comparison. So anyway, Glenn did. Uh, I, but he's on the right, so you can't, right? Uh, they're held to, we're held to a different standard than the left is. The left can throw out that crap all day, every day. Uh, and, and so he, Glenn was on Tucker Carlson's show the other night, and he railed against the crackdowns on social media. Um, and he said, you know, he invoked the Japanese internment during World War II. And by the way, they've actually used the freaking terms internment and re-education camps, uh, applying them to rounding up people on the right and putting them there. But Glenn said, we made one of the biggest mistakes of the 20th century by taking our own citizens. And listen to this, confiscating their wealth, making sure they couldn't work, shutting them down, and then putting them in camps. Tucker, this is the road we're on again. Is there any doubt that's true? There's absolutely no doubt that's true. He went on to actually make this historical analogy. Mm. This is like the Germans with the Jews behind the wall. They would put them in the ghetto. This is the digital ghetto. You can talk all you want, Jews. Uh, do whatever you want behind the wall. That's not meaningful. And that's where we are. That's where millions of Americans will be. Uh, he said, Glenn further said, it's not to compare it to the Germans. It's not to do anything but warn. If you don't stand up for free speech, you'll be the one that loses it as well. Right. Right. So then uh, Jake Tapper hit back. Our friend Jake Tapper, who is CNNified. This is nothing like what the Nazis did to the Jews. And if you think that, you're an absolute moron. Ooh. And so then uh, Oliver Darcy piped up. Uh, on Fox just now, Glenn Beck drew similarity between big tech banning Trump and others who have broken platform rules and what the Germans did in World War II. Mm-hmm. Right? So? Yeah. And what's your point? And why aren't you calling out everybody on the left who's doing it? Because you're a hypocrite, Oliver Darcy. That's why. You're a stinking hypocrite. Just like the rest of the CNN crew. Yeah, I, I don't know where to begin here other than Edwin Black is <sighs> the one uh, who Glenn's had on his show a lot lately uh, who came up with that phrase, digital ghetto, 
years ago, and, and Glenn was just basically quoting him. Uh, as for Oliver Darcy, mm-hmm. uh, he, I found this article from 2018 back when he was hired by CNN, and they had unearthed these anti-CNN tweets that he had had uh, oh. shared with the world. So it's like, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> oh, man. The mind of the week, so easily manipulated. So easily changed and formed and and can easily conform to its new surroundings. That's great. <laughs> Congratulations, Oliver. Chameleons in the media. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it, media chameleons. Despicable. I mean, there's a lot of them, right? Yeah. We got, what's her name? Uh, the oh, CNN yeah. show that we always have on here. She's right. from Fox News. Yeah, Allison what's her face? Thank you. Oh, she is insufferable. I blocked now. her name from my mind. Yeah. Now I can never remember it. Uh, but yeah, she's a really good uh, example of what we're talking about. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And by the way, they've got like hundreds of people now. They're trying to charge with sedition from this uh, Capitol Hill insurrection that was so poorly, poorly pulled off. <laughs> it's an insurrection that looked a lot like a protest that you know maybe got a little crazy. I'll tell you what it felt like. It felt like. Um... Some people of one particular persuasion on the left uh-huh. were uh, prepared, whereas the people that are on the right huh. just kind of walked on in yeah. when the doors were. And unfortunately got swept up in some of it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. more Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up in a minute. <laughs> Some tweets here uh, from the Steve 42. I hope they put all the patheads in the same internment camp. Otherwise, I'd really miss all (laughs) (laughs) y'all. And thank you, Steve, for using the plural of y'all. Because y'all, as we all know, is singular. All y'all is plural. Um, (laughs) Beautiful, uh, stable genius from about Oliver Darcy's anti-CNN tweets. Uh, We're all the way back. I mean... How old were you in 2018? I don't even... Yeah. Were we born? That's math, and you're asking the wrong guy. How can you expect Darcy to remember clear back two years? Come on, Pat. Yeah, I know. It's... That's that's way... That's like ancient history. Yeah, that's... Uh, B. Bodine tweets, Perhaps the Dems repeatedly misquoting Trump about Hispanics in the military is just them showing their true feelings toward these groups and just deflecting it back towards Trump. Seriously, they are always yep. guilty of that. All the time. Of always. Whatever they say the other side is guilty of, that's actually what they're guilty of. Yes. And by the way, all these bills that they're going to be uh, running through, uh, just take a close look at what they're titled because the opposite will be true. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're in some, for some fun times uh, Oh, during the next... Certainly the next two years. If we can survive the next two years, maybe we get to the election where we can right the ship somewhat. Take the House back. Take the Senate back. But then you know what the the cry is going to be? The election fraud! And nobody's going to believe it. Nobody's going to believe it's possible. But if we get into that mindset, we'll never win another election. And so we'd best not let that uh, happen. 
and we better go for the election reforms that need to take place. Um, like fixing some of this mail-in bullcrap that makes it so easy on the mail-in ballots, makes it so easy to commit fraud. Yeah, I love that tweet from a pat head <laughs> that came in yesterday about the uh, impeachment vote. From uh, Colonel Beck? They should have tallied the House impeachment vote via mail-in ballots. <laughs> Since it's so secure and safe. That's really good. That is really good. Uh, really good. And you joke that 2018, you know, you say, how old were you way back then? I don't know, but uh, I know Donald Trump had been impeached zero times way back then. Now he's got crazy. two under his belt. Yeah, two in 13 months, right? It was a year and a month. Yeah. A year and a month ago that because he was impeached. Remember, the, the virus was taking root while they were busy being distracted <sighs> right. and distracting him right. with that nonsense earlier in 2020, early 2020. Yeah. And by the way, to my point about uh, uh, the bills are always named the opposite of what they do. Mm-hmm. I was having a brain fart at the time. Obamacare's actual official name. Remember? The mm-hmm. Affordable, affordable Care Act. I mean, that's just one example of, of so many. We could name these bills for them. It'd be a fun parlor game. Seriously, how affordable is health care insurance now with the Affordable Care Act? Hmm. Remember the promises. God, just, I mean, I hate to go back and relitigate all this because it's water under the bridge. And I mean, they've even admitted that Obamacare sucks now because they're trying to replace it. Uh, but the $2,500 per family per year, everybody was going to save. What have you done with those savings? I mean, I, <laughs> what I've done is save it up over the years. And now, uh, holy cow. Yeah. Now, you know, it's it's worth zero dollars and zero cents. There's a negative in front of it, too. Yeah, there sure is. Yep. Yeah. They, Good time. How about that doctor? Did you get to keep them, too? <laughs> no. Doctors? No, there were seven, seven million Americans who uh, weren't allowed to keep their doctor in their plan. That didn't that mostly didn't happen, I think, to the to the. Uh, to those employees who have insurance through their employers. I think it was the private health insurance people that mostly loved their plan and were completely happy with it. And the uh, the Obama administration didn't love your plan. They weren't happy with it. So you couldn't keep your doctor and you couldn't keep your plan. I mean, even Time Magazine deemed that the lie of the year back in the day. We forget that sometimes. How much medical equipment and some of the stuff you need around your surgeries and recovery, stuff like that, those, those, those costs probably tanked. Oh, right. they just went through the floor. <laughs> yeah. All of the uh, sure. peripheral stuff that you need to heal. Sure, I I'm heard. sure we could hear stories uh, from people that would tell us about their incredible medical savings. Oh man, <laughs> it's like it's almost free to get medical care now in the age of Obamacare. Uh, let's go to Lori D in New Mexico. Hey, Lori, you're on the blaze. Oh my gosh, that took like almost no time to call in and get on the air. I'm lying because, dude. <laughs> Open your phone lines a little bit earlier. All right. Yes. Hi, Keith. What's up? How are you? Um, uh, I am so ticked off with Dan Crenshaw right now. Oh, really? Why is he siding with Liz Cheney? Why? Did he? He Why? didn't. He didn't vote for impeachment. Uh, what part of Lynn Cheney is he siding with? Okay, hold hold on. He. I'm I'm looking up on Twitter right now. 
Oh, yeah, he called her a leader or something like that. A leader, a future <laughs> leader of the Republican Party going forward. I just saw that. Oh, what? my gosh. <laughs> what? I just saw that. He totally oh, did man. that. Wow. I'm ready. Mm. And we were, we were going to actually retire as old people in Dan Crenshaw's district because we thought he had a spine. But, I mean, use your good eye, Dan, and <laughs> see what the heck he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some of his constituents in his in his uh, district are not happy with him either, based on some of the votes that he's cast uh, since he's been in no, Congress. I, 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 I can't even tell. Like, where do we go? I, yeah, I don't know. I to move to Costa Rica or mm-hmm. Stu bought Stu bought uh, Bitcoin, and now he bought Belize. So I'm thinking I buy <laughs> Bitcoin and Belize. I'm just going to run to yeah. America at this point. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously, y'all, I, I don't understand this anymore. I really, really don't. The world has gone sideways. Trump has been impeached twice for doing nothing wrong. Yeah. I don't get it. I seriously don't get it. Appreciate so. the call. Thanks, Lori. Uh, I know. We're all, I think, equally baffled. Uh, and and it's not just Dan Crenshaw. It's, it's a lot of different things. I will say, uh, speaking of the impeachment, though, I do kind of like this, even though it seems like a petty, well, if you're going to do this to us, we're going to do it right back to you kind of thing. Uh but what's her face? Uh, the new congressman uh, that is just coming into office. She was the, uh, I guess, the pro QAnon oh, candidate at one oh, point. Oh, 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 What's her name? Uh, in fact, I just, didn't I send that in? Yeah. Do, you do we have that? that? Yeah. Do we have what she uh, had to say? Do we have that video Marjorie ready? Taylor Greene. Is that yes, Marjorie about? Taylor I am Green. against the impeachment effort by the Democrats. President Trump has held over 600 rallies in the last four years. None of them wow. included assaulting police, destroying businesses, or burning down cities. Thank you. Democrats have spent all this time endorsing and enabling violent riots that left billions in property damage and 47 dead across the United States. Democrats impeachment of President Trump today has now set the standard that that they should be removed for their support of violence against the American people. That's great. Well done. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican of Georgia, uh, just been on the job for about a week or so. And there she was defending the president. She's back with us tonight. Welcome back. You were on last night. Big hit, by the way. Welcome, Congresswoman. Um, How do you feel about today, first of all? Well, I'm absolutely disgusted with what happened today. What the Democrats are putting the American people through is is atrocious. It's a waste of our taxpayer dollars. And they're Mm -hmm. pouring salt in the wounds of 75 million Americans who voted for President Trump. Uh, this is not why why I wanted to come to Washington. I wanted to actually work on real problems. But it's apparent that we definitely have real problems now, Greg. And this is why I wanted to come on your show tonight. Um, I'm tired of Republicans that lay down and allow this country to be ravaged, allow Democrats to abuse their power and their positions. And I believe it's time for Republicans to stand up for the American people and do a good job in Congress. Very well. Uh, And yes, 10 or so Republicans did this as well. We'll have more on that in a bit. Congresswoman, I understand, though, you have something uh, pressing, something important and something new you'd like to share with everybody. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, I, I would like to announce on behalf of the American people, we have to make sure that our leaders are held accountable. Yeah. We cannot have a president of the United States that is willing to abuse the power of the office of the presidency right. um, and be easily bought off by foreign governments, uh, foreign Chinese or Chinese energy companies, Ukrainian energy companies. So on January 21st, I will be filing articles of impeachment on Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> boy. So she's going to file articles of impeachment for abuse of power. Huh. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, it seems like 13 months ago they were doing the same thing to Donald Trump. So day one. Yeah. I guess this is actually, well, this is the first full day of uh of his presidency, right. he will be introducing articles of impeachment on uh, Joe Biden. Democrats probably saw that interview clip and they were like, dang it, why didn't we do that? Right. January 21st, 2017. Well, they started talking about it. Sure they did. About 10 minutes after he was inaugurated. They didn't do it yet, but they, pff, now they've done it twice. So a little turnabout is fair play. Uh, let me take a minute and tell you about ScoreMaster. Uh, ScoreMaster has credit scientists that discovered an algorithm that super boosts credit scores, not by just a few points, not by, I raised my score 11 points. No, 97 points, fast, on average. Uh, Imagine 97 points on top of your credit score. If you're refinancing your home or buying a car, applying for credit, Uh, say you just have okay credit, and if you go to ScoreMaster first and boost your score, the average 61 points in 20 days or less, then you could save $9,000 on your, your car loan. If you raised your credit score just the average number of 61 points in 20 days or less before applying for a home loan, that could mean $100,000 over the life of the loan to you in your pocket. You might want to keep the 100000 in the bank. It's hard to carry that around in your pocket. Uh, ScoreMaster puts you in control of your finances. You can enroll in just minutes and see how many plus points. They'll show you what you can add to your credit score at scoremaster.com slash pat scoremaster.com slash pat pat gray unleashed all right some people are uh, saying that Facebook has some culpability in the whole Capitol Hill riot thing because a lot of people apparently organized and agreed to meet up uh, in Washington, D.C. on Facebook and their Facebook groups. Well, Facebook, of course, can't accept any responsibility whatsoever. So they're they're deflecting all of that blame onto Parler. Facebook Chief Operating Officer Sheryl Sandberg notes that the organization of conversations about violent plans to attack the Capitol took place on smaller, right-leaning, free speech-oriented services like Parler, Parler and, and Gab. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Facebook with, what, two and a half billion members? That had nothing to do with it. I'm sure nobody was on Facebook talking about this. She noted last week the company took down content affiliated with the conspiracy theory QAnon uh, the extremist group Proud Boys and hashtags and other content affiliated with Stop the Steal, the rallying cry of uh, Trump and his movement. 
Uh, she said there was likely to be some content on Facebook because the company enforcement was never perfect. And again, they're not responsible for the things that appear on their platform uh, because they have that wonderful uh, two, Section 230 agreement with, with the government where you can't come after them for content that's on their site. I mean, that's that's not their responsibility. Am I right? As long as we remain unbiased, uh, we don't have to worry about that. Uh, So why did they just take Ron Paul down? He's removed him without warning. I'm sure because he's just a wacky extremist. Hmm. You know? Calling for people to... Right, that's a Ron Paul. That's, well, Ron Paul... Don't spend a whole bunch of money that we don't have. Rob Paul, let's go turn cars over until they <laughs> end the Fed. <laughs> that, that, I'm sure that's what he was doing. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, you know Ron Paul. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. dude. He's like, lower my taxes or I'm going to burn this street of cars. <laughs> yeah, no. What I, a world, I, I actually don't. I've never heard him say anything like that. Oh, you that. haven't? No. You haven't heard? Uh-uh. Let's go break into buildings because no. the Treasury Department sucks. No. Hey, this last vote didn't go the way we wanted to, so let's go steal everything in a Nike store. No, yeah. I've, I've never heard that. I've never heard that from him. So, hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, they got rid of him without warning. Yeah, and he doesn't. They gave him no explanation. Apparently. Yeah, and he said, "All I do is I publish my newsletter that I've been publishing since the '70s." <laughs> I mean, those newsletters. Ooh. Crazy. Crazy, right? crazy newsletters, you know. This is uh, a world gone mad, dude. It is. Seriously is. And it's it's uh it's getting worse every day is this is the sad truth of it. And uh, what do you do? Two Americas. Not a healthy way to survive. I mean, if that wasn't true in what was that, two thousand four? Two thousand four when yeah. uh, John if, Edwards if that wasn't true then it certainly is now. It's it's absolutely true now. And remember, his was you know class warfare. Yeah, but right. that phrase, just that phrase, applied to today's climate. Oh, absolutely true. There are two Americas. Uh, there's America on the right. There's America on the left, and uh, we're almost at literal war with one another. I mean, we got a poll. It says what seventy one percent of Trump supporters say that uh, it's very likely. Is that right? Yep, it's a record high. 71% of President Trump supporters believe the country is headed toward actual civil war. Goodness. Now get this. Well, yeah, that's because, you know, uh, Trump supporters are extremists. They're crazy. Uh, Biden's group doesn't believe that. Well, uh, 40% of them do. Oh, boy. 40%. So what did we calculate at that sample size? 55% of the country. Yeah, if that's, if that's half Republican, half Democrat there. That's crazy. I mean, that's amazing. And, you know, it does feel that way, doesn't mm, it? Sure does. It certainly does feel that way. Um, amazing. I hope and pray. I was going to say, it might be time to pray. doesn't huh? happen. Yeah, it, <laughs> oh, it's absolutely time to pray. Yeah, uh. No doubt about that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three more Packer unleashed coming up. Pat Gray unleashed. And great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Got some tweets here. For now, <laughs> uh, small math bass Kurt. 
tweets, uh, not to slight you awesome ladies, but it saddens me to see a lady have to stand tall while a Crenshaw cowers uh, beneath the mob, bearing the mob. Uh, B-E-H-R-I-N-G, the mob. Hmm. If it wasn't for where he's from, he'd have clearly voted to impeach. Boy, yeah, you can't do that in Texas. Not in Texas, my friend. You ain't voting impeachment here. Although, was there a Texas guy in there? I don't know. It seems like there might have been one person from... No? Okay. Uh, Corrupted Republic tweets, If I remember correctly, your buddy Dan Crenshaw uh, is endorsed by the World Economic Forum. So I watched that dude real close. Hmm. Huh. Uh, Sly and dog-faced pony soldier separating mother from baby. You know, Spike Lee was mad about uh, Trump's immigration policy, of course. Uh, Wait, isn't that called abortion? (laughs) Separating mother from baby. Yeah. On a permanent basis uh, in that particular case. They are, there's no self-awareness. Nope. With that party. By the way, because Biden has been elected and is about to uh, take control of our immigration policy. Illegal immigrant caravans are already on the way back to the United States once again. And Joe Biden is the one who invited them. All right. Yep. Didn't take long. Uh, Migrant caravans are forming in Honduras again, where residents were hit with a pair of devastating hurricanes last month, adding to the economic hardship. Caused by COVID-19, faced with ruin, many Hondurans have decided to defy local travel bans and head north. Right. During a pandemic, won't that be great, when thousands and thousands of people, the health of which we don't know anything. Are they going to be wearing masks, though? Uh, Well, let's see. It looks like in the photo here. Uh, Oh, oh. Yeah, the woman who's holding her baby does have a mask, but it's pulled down to her chin. So it's not doing a lot. Uh, uh, one of the other guys has a mask also I pulled all the way down. Okay. Yeah. One per- it looks like one person is wearing their mask uh, properly, and that's the medical person who's... Uh, okay, and what about that What about that guy in between the two standing there? Maybe he oh, has Oh, a that mask. guy sitting there yeah. checking his smartphone yeah. as he's running away from poverty? Yeah. Yes. That's the one. That's the one. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, no social distancing, though, I see. None at all. Look at that. They're all, okay. So there you go. Uh, that'll be fun when they all get here. Thousands and thousands and oh, thousands of them. Wait. Yeah, because, you know, I'm sure none of them have any sort of disease. And, right. And uh, all of them are completely upstanding <laughs> citizens. Yeah, they were, they were bringing diseases before transporting diseases was fun <laughs> and, and was, you know, the trend. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, is it any surprise that this would be happening again, that they'd be massing once again to head north? Of course not, because they know the policies of the Democrats. They know the Democrats have indeed invited them here. I mean, they're already working right now, the, the Biden team, on changing Trump's immigration policy. And so what are you going to change it to? Well, they're going to change it just... Ever allowing people to stream through that border. They don't care. 
they don't care about this country. What they care about is themselves. And that's why, like, five minutes after last Wednesday's breach of the Capitol building, they had already started on a seven-foot fence being erected around the Capitol building. <laughs> and let's go back to, to these um, uh, mm. immigrants uh, heading northward. I mean, let's just say hypothetically you could change election results. Hypothetically, of course. Mm-hmm. Then, you, then you wouldn't need new voters so maybe they will lock down the border. Nah, we got it. We don't need you now. So, I, just, uh, <sighs> yeah. Fun times, right? Yep, fun times. Okay. Uh, about twenty thousand troops will be guarding uh, Washington D.C. and the inauguration next week, completely uh, encompassing the Capitol building and and the surrounding area. How many did you say? Twenty thousand. Wow. Twenty thousand troops. This is our peaceful transfer of power. Boys and girls, sickening. It's it, it, seriously, it's sickening to to think that this is necessary in the United States of America. But uh, they're saying that there's rumors of you know yeah. of problems all over of trouble. Every state capital is on high alert. And by the way, Chucky e. Schumer wants to ban uh, President Trump from ever running for office again. They're so afraid of this guy. Because they know they're going to screw things up, and people are going to be pissed at him by 2024. They are. It's it's almost inevitable. And if uh, uh, Trump arises a second time, that means real trouble for him. I think I think President Trump could win the election as radioactive as they say, and as toxic as he supposedly is right now. In 2024, he defeats whoever is running for for office from the uh, Democrat. Does party. he? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think are we so. still using same uh, equipment uh, from this past election? I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but I I mean <laughs> I I can't play that game that all elections are now tainted. Yeah. Um then, otherwise then we'll never we people won't People will never that. show up. We won't yeah. we won't show up and we won't win. Um so they must eliminate him and the possibility of him running against them cuz they know. Uh they know how popular he is. <laughs> They know what a, what a base he has. And they know that there's a really good chance if he comes back, they lose. And so that's that's part of the reason they're doing this impeachment right now is so that they've got the two impeachment thing against him, which nobody else has ever had. And if he's convicted by the Senate after he leaves, uh, then they can also hold another vote on whether or not he can ever run for office again. Because just the removal from office doesn't negate uh, the possibility that he could run again. So then they'd hold a separate vote. Well, then he should never be able to hold office again because he's been removed from this one. And that is the vote that would preclude him from running in 2024. Is that the 14th Amendment stuff they keep talking about? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That'll be fun. Wouldn't it be fun? <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of fun things going on. And that's just one of them. Uh... But think of Chuck Schumer as Senate Majority Leader uh, again. Oh, my. That just... <laughs> what a nightmare. I mean, I'm not a huge Mitch McConnell fan, but given the two possibilities... Oof. Mark in Pennsylvania. Hi, you're on The Blaze. Hey, guys. Hey, real quick, on the immigration thing, is uh, he going to give them free vaccinations before or after they come into the country? Just wondering. I mean, that's part of his. He wants to give him health care, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. The reason I called 
reason I called is, aren't many of the senators and congressmen, aren't they lawyers? Probably they most were, of them. Were they, were they ambulance chasers or divorce lawyers? Because apparently they're not constitutional scholars. I mean, the Supreme Court has ruled twice on what causes uh, or the standard for a riot. I mean, even in 1972, that case, the gentleman said that if this happens again, we're, we're going to go to the streets again. And the Supreme Court said, no, they need definite uh, statements saying, show up here and there, basically. Mm-hmm. Trump didn't say that. I mean, so, like I said, as far as lawyers go, mm-hmm. it must be the bottom of the barrel ones. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> that's, why, yes. <laughs> that's why they need that government paycheck for the rest of their life. So, thanks, thanks a lot, Mark. Right. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yep, that's, uh, that's why they're in office, because they got nowhere else to go. It's like that scene from an officer and a gentleman. I got nowhere else to go. Are you familiar with that movie? Heath? I know no? it was on yeah. in my house when I was a kid. Was it? But oh, when I, you were a kid. I didn't yeah. sit down and watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. Right, officer and gentleman. That's old, right? <laughs> but I'm yes, not. Yes, it is. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I guess it is. I actually I remember my 1982, parents 1982, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you were probably. Six. <clears throat> hmm. Six. Six. In 1982. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of the first. Uh, you know, I, it's it's wow. This is actually pretty cool. That's one of the first movies I think that my family rented for a VCR or something. Officer and a gentleman. Yeah, because really? I specifically remember it being on at my house, and I it was mm-hmm. during the day, so I doubt it was on TV. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it must have been on VCR. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would have been about the time, I think, that the VCR thing started to kick in, and most people had a player yeah, and would rent the cassettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Six years old. Oh, man. It's a good time. I wasn't even born yet. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so who was, who was president when born. you were born, like, for example? Uh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton? Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, the second time, you know his his second term. <laughs> that was a Gerald Ford baby. So, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Gerald Ford uh, left office January seventy seven seventy seven. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So you had born seventy six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and I guess a couple of days ago, Glenn. And Stu were trying to figure out how old I was. On, how old you on are? Show. Yeah, yeah. Because right. they were talking about how I had COVID and knocked me out and all that stuff. Uh-huh. They're like, he's like 30 years old. That's what Glenn said. 30? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's keep playing this game. And then I think <laughs> Stu or somebody said 35, you know. And I think Martin and Sarah had to correct them. So I'm only 42 now, which is 42. not even accurate. But so I'll you're actually it. 44. That's correct. Yes. Okay. When do you turn 45? This year? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. But so okay. you missed out on the Reagan uh, 80s. Childhood was great during the 80s, man. Yeah, was it? I hate that for yeah. you, being born during <laughs> Clinton. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, when you're this young, right. you've missed out on a lot of history. And look you at you. I mean? Look what look what you have now. You have a show with your name on it. Right. You're like 21 years old. <laughs> Rising star in Glenn Beck's network, The uh-huh. Blaze. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> the places I've been to at, at you know, 21, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> wow, you got started yeah. early, man. And the children that I have. Okay, well, I wasn't going to get into your personal life. 
Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's miraculous, really, is what it is. It's I mean, miraculous. Just, just, just scanning your memory of your life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. The, the world might have been crazy, but it made sense. Yes. Now it's crazy and makes zero sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing is as it seems. And oh my gosh, look at the live shot in Washington, D.C. right now. Just every street just lined with troops. Oh my goodness. This yeah. is fun. Yep. 20,000 troops expected for the inauguration, and they're already setting everything up, parameters and, and blockades and barricades and all of that kind of stuff. It's Which speaks to our point. So sad. Boy, things might have been bad, but they were never like insane. this. Right. <sighs> it's sad. It's heartbreaking. It's sickening. But here we are, and uh, and I, I, again, I gotta say, there's one way to fix this, and and that's if we turn back to God. You know, we can talk about all the political solutions we want to. We can talk about fixing the uh, the voting machines. Uh, we can talk about uh, fixing the way the mail-in ballots are are counted and and received. And we can we can talk about what happens in Washington D.C. on any given issue. But the one thing that's going to save us is turning back to God. That's it. I think that's where we are. And cute animal videos. <clears throat> and uh, no. What? what do you mean? <laughs> no. And not cute animal videos. Those oh. will sink us faster than anything else. Oh. Maybe even faster than communism. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, just so you know. Okay. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you, uh, in response to the last few... The events of the last few days, you know, and everything we've been talking about, Blaze Media is offering a $30 discount on annual subscriptions for just a limited time. Uh, Now more than ever, it's important for our content to be seen and your voices to be heard and for the audience to show their support. BlazeTV.com slash Pat is where you should go. BlazeTV.com slash Pat. You'll get $30 off this is tied for our best offer of all time. Uh, 30 bucks off right now at blazetv.com slash pad. Pat Gray Unleashed. Traffic and weather together every four minutes on the twos. Also some uh, tweets here. Rants out loud tweets. Biden is pushing for unity and healing while demanding his predecessor be removed before his term ends? Yeah, because we can't devolve into a banana republic. <laughs> ah. From Swank Think, nothing says unity like forced compliance. Thank you. And Rusty Hitchbop, if you knew a family whose kids are mostly drug addicts and criminals, <laughs> and the dad says creepy things to and about children, oh. you'd keep clear, right? <laughs> You certainly wouldn't vote the dad into office. <clears throat> no, we just voted the dad into the highest office of the land. So, 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 what does that say about us now in our uh, society in the year 2021? Uh, also, we got this. Uh, I, I mean, you talk about militarizing the country and what's going on in Washington, D.C. now with the 20,000 National Guard troops that are going to be protecting the inauguration. Goodness. Uh, check out this video of some uh, armed 
some military yeah. armored vehicles rolling a, a through New Jersey. Trucker Wesley D sent this to us. He's a convoy. He's got a buddy who taught this. Jeez. Look at that. I mean, the military is in town. Armed. Oh my god, there's more. At the truck stop. Holy This is like a Chinese military parade. You'll never see them armed. That's crazy. That is crazy in the United States of America. And it goes on and on, and I don't know if they had to stop for gas or what, but they were there. Holy cow. You wonder, are they headed for D.C.? Uh, I wouldn't think you would drive a tank all the way from Jersey to D.C., though, would you? I don't know, but why would you be at a truck stop? I don't know. He seems like you would really gas strange. up before you hit the road, maybe. I don't know. Or Oh, no. Everybody's got to stop at a Stuckey's, I guess. It's weird. Well, they're pretty cool, the Stuckey's. Yeah, well, not as cool as... Not uh, as cool as the... Uh, the Beaver Place. Yeah, what is that? Uh, Bucky's. Bucky's. It's Bucky's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we got to watch that. Uh, I'm sorry. I got to do this, man. But uh, that was... Um, Shows how insane this world is now. Mm-hmm. Showing the military rolling through a truck stop in New Jersey. You can have we please that thank can make you. It better? I want a little kitten video for the audience, if you don't yeah, mind. Geez. No, gonna, you know I do mind. Kitten is squaring up on that toddler. That cat's weird, though. Look at him, man. He's like, what is happening? <laughs> so I don't know if the, the cow lick on the back of the little kid's head is uh, disturbing the kitten. Either way, they got to get th- that. I thought the kid was going to turn around and knock the cat across the room. You now, were hoping for been, that, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was. That would have been something. Uh-huh. Now that I would have liked. But that just he just hopped three just, times. He hopped around three times. Play it again. Play it again. He yeah. just hops around. There's nothing that goes on here. The cat needs to be checked. Look at this. Can we agree on that? He's like, I think the well, cow lick is freaking him out or something. So he's like checking it out. Okay. So he's he hops. Like, uh, hops. Uh, hops again. Uh, and he hops again. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was. But look, riveting. it got you that to forget it. about the, the, yeah, the armed it. military vehicles marching through New Jersey, right? It fixed everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Let's go to Gary in Texas. Hey, Gary, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat and Keith. I just wanted to see if you guys had seen uh, AOC's most recent comment where she says that uh, Republicans don't give a damn about Blue Lives Matter and she never wants to hear it again. Mm. And... I mean, it's just it, it's so mind blowing. Yeah, she's the worst. Uh, appreciate it. I think I think we do have that. Uh, I think it's is that cut six. She's reflecting on the Capitol Hill riot. Here's what she says about it. As for myself, mm. I had a pretty traumatizing event happen to me. Really? Um, Tell us what was it? And I do it? not what? know. If I can even disclose the full details of that event. Oh, wow. Really? Due to it was security that st- concerns. Oh, man. But I can tell you that I had a very close encounter, encounter. where I thought I was going to die. Oh, wow. Um, and you have all mm. of those thoughts mm-hmm. um, where, you know, at the end of your life. And you never got and touched. all of these thoughts come rushing to you. And... Um, that's what happened to a lot of us. Oh, God, um, I can't take it. And I thought I, I, I did not think 
I did not know if I was going to make it to the end of that day alive. Um, and not just in a general sense, but also in a very, very specific sense. Very specific, sure. Um, sure. Tell us what happened. What What was it that happened to you? I really want, you know, I want I to hear it. I think it's an opportunity I insist for on knowing now. us Come on. to talk about trauma as well. Um, one yeah. thing that I can say and... is that in the aftermath of this, there have uh-huh. been a lot of counselors and there oh, have been physicians right. in the house have you been to a cry room yet importance of you know some of the mm. rapid response yeah we're not happens. listening we want to know what you were um, referring i want to know to. the specific event i want to know exactly what happened um after you are exposed how was your life threatened event. in what way and um and um and i think what's really important is that you know, the worst whenever any person uh-huh. um has an encounter where they think they're going to die. And yeah, we've covered this. For the love process. of heaven. All right, I can't um, take it. This apparently is... <laughs> isn't where she goes on the uh, on the attack on Republicans. She accuses all Republicans of supporting white supremacy. Well, where where, where does that come in? I don't know. And um, so, yeah, eventually she says that uh, she wants to liberate the southern states. Okay. Uh, she accuses all Republicans of supporting white supremacy. Okay. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> she doesn't want to hear about uh, black, uh, blue lives mattering anymore. Really? Oh, Why? Wow. Because who is supporting the killing of that police officer? Who? Who is supporting that? No one. No one on, in the, on the Republican side. Uh, you know what the left was doing was supporting the killing of the, of the white woman who was shot in the throat. Uh, they love that for some reason. And that was fine. That was a totally justified police shooting because it didn't involve a black person. It was a white woman. So the white woman uh, meant nothing to the left. I mean, we could say that all day long and be 100% confident in the statement. And then she's trying to accuse the right of, uh, of not caring. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And I want to know exactly what it was that threatened her life that day because I don't buy it for half a second. I don't believe that she had any sort of threat against her. Outside of the fact that there were people in the in the building and they were all scared because of it. Now, what would those people have done had they reached the representatives? What would they have done? Does anybody believe they would have strung them up? Because I do not. I don't believe that for a second. Would they have yelled at him? Yeah, probably. Sure, probably. But would they have t- taken them captive or beaten them senseless or strung them up? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More pack unleashed coming up. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Jimmy Dipples tweets: Turning back to God. You nailed it, Pat. That's our one shot. Cute pet videos for the chaser, though. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Hey, you got a supporter, Keith, right there. Thank you. Uh, from Lynn, will Biden do martial law next? Gosh, I hope so. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> 
No, no. I'm, I'm trying a little reverse psychology on it. Oh, no. yeah. That's what we want. <laughs> that's what we want. Yeah, uh, we need that. Oppress us, uh-huh. please. please. Yes, that's what we want. From Kara 3022, AOC says multiracial and multicultural grassroots groups in Georgia that one dems the Senate is a sign, quote, southern states are not red states, they are suppressed states. And, and some other things that she had to say. I just I, I can't even listen to it. I can't. I can't listen to her. She is so stupid and so radical. Uh, so brainwashed from somebody during her childhood. Oh, she's oh, really sad. Or is she representative of <clears throat> the district that she resides in? I don't know. I think she's a little too radical even for them. Okay. Although, you know, they voted her back in again. Jeez. Uh, and where was all the concern for members of Congress, by the way, when the psycho Bernie Sanders supporter shot up members of uh, Congress uh, on a baseball field? 30 of them. And and almost killed one of them. I mean, came very close to killing one of them. And, uh, and <laughs> they certainly didn't seem to care about that then. What was the date on that shooting? Mm, I don't know. Is that in 2017? Let's see here. It's been a while. 2017. Now. Yeah. So uh, in June of 2017, did the Democrat Party and the leadership therein, did they tone down the crazy rhetoric Ooh, or nope. ratchet it up after that? I think it's that? been ratcheted up since huh. then, actually. Yeah. Yeah. If, if the roles were reversed, and I know everybody within the sound of my scratchy COVID-riddled voice... If if they everybody knows that if the roles were reversed and if it was a crazy right winger taking out Democrats at their softball practice, oh jeez, oh my goodness! Not only would mm-hmm. they be calling for tone down the rhetoric, but if they were all manner of gun control, oh everything, mm-hmm. everything. But it's one of theirs, so we have to fight off their gun control uh, rhetoric every six months or so. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, there's actually already been a bill filed. <sighs> I uh, suppose. Yeah. So here, here we, we go. go again. Yep. And now it'll be tougher to fight it off, obviously. Um, here's some metro areas with the highest move-outs because of, I would imagine, the economy going south on them and COVID restrictions, and people are sick and tired of just being shut up in their homes, really under house arrest. High taxes. We're go- going on a year now. Yep. So here are the five metro areas with the highest move-outs. Mm. Uh, let's see. You going to move in or move out first? Metro with the highest move. Yeah, let's do move outs. Nassau, New York. (laughs) Bergen, New Jersey. (laughs) Trenton, New Jersey. I'm sensing a theme. New York, New York. Uh Newark, New Jersey. (laughs) Chicago, Illinois. Bremerton, Washington. Bridgeport, Connecticut. Middlesex, New Jersey. And uh, Lake, Illinois. Every single one of them. A Democrat stronghold. Oh, no kidding, Every man. single uh, one of them that, run by Democrats. That speaks volumes. And you know what? They're all moving to... Oh, yeah. Well, let's see where they're moving to. Okay. Okay. The highest move-ins. Wilmington, North Carolina. Hmm. Sarasota, Florida. Boise, Idaho. Number four. Oh, oh. Huntsville, Alabama. Fifth, Fort Myers, Florida. These are, so far, all Republican strongholds. Oh, these are all repressed states. Mm-hmm. Right. Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, Melbourne, Florida, Austin, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee, 
and Fort Collins, Colorado. That might be the one place where maybe Democrats are in control in Colorado. Yeah. I don't know, but at least nine of the ten. Yeah, Fort Collins, Colorado I mean, State University, yeah. Does this not give you an, a clue? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> As to who's doing things right and who's doing things wrong, I I don't know. I, and, and I guess not. They're coming to your town to screw it up. Yeah. Ah. In uh, Great Britain, they're talking about uh, whether or not masks, wearing masks could be a forever thing. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Because <laughs> that would be so nice if we could just continue the mask wearing indefinitely just forever it would be awesome you know it's not like people are counting the moments to where we can stop with this nonsense wait yes it is it is like that uh professor jonathan van tam said the pandemic has changed how brits approach hygiene and that some habits that we've adopted will stay he also (laughs) he also cautioned that the virus will be us will be with us for the foreseeable future the pandemic has changed a lot of things, he said. It changed the way you and I approach hand hygiene. We all carry hand sanitizer around now. We all expect in most of the places we go into that hand sanitizer is provided at the door. Yeah, we're going to find some unintended consequences on that, too. But, I mean, I do it, too. I, I do the hand sanitizer thing all the time. Just because it made me really paranoid about picking up the coronavirus somewhere. So, yes. But it's killing good germs, too. It's killing good bacteria. And we're not going to be able to fight off any kind of infection pretty soon. Because it's going to be the hand sanitizer thing over and over and over and over until until the bacteria develops immunity to it. And then what's going to happen? Then we're going to be murdered by the bacteria that we've been trying to kill all this time. Uh, he says, I think there are going to be people who make a personal decision to, you know what, when I'm in a crowded place in the winter, I'm going to put a face covering on. When I'm on a tube, I think that means they're subway because they're so ridiculous. Over All right, there that's there. dumb. When I'm on a tube, tube, I'm going to put a face covering on. Well, you guys go ahead and do that in Britain. All you want. You know, you we've know? seen that. Uh, people from Asia all the time, you know, when you go to the airport. That's true. Because they used to do it because of the pollution, right? right. And uh, now we're finding that, uh, I mean, I I don't know how long this can last and how long people can put up with it. I I mean, I don't, I wouldn't think Brits would want to do this either. Uh, But there's a sign here. Is this, is this at the airport? No mask, no entry. No, no, no. We have a video. uh, This is in the United States of America. I'm not sure exactly where, but uh, no mask, you, no entry. You can't get into this restaurant, right? Unless you're uh, wearing a mask, um, except for oh, if you're a police officer. Wait a minute, oh. no, none of them are wearing masks. <laughs> wait, and the sign is right there: no mask, no entry. There they are without masks, wait, uh, and so they have entered. I don't understand. <laughs> Hold on, how does that work? It's... We got one guy. Uh boy, I don't know. I guess our people in blue are are. Warriors in blue can go ahead. And they weren't six feet apart either, I'd like to point out. So just follow the example set by law enforcement and Mm -hmm. don't wear a mask. Also on Sunday, Bruce Willis was asked to leave a store. I think he was at a Rite Aid. Yeah, it was a Los Angeles Rite Aid um, that he was thrown out of after he refused to wear a mask. Uh, Apparently people inside the store were upset that Willis wasn't wearing a mask. (laughs) And he had the bandana. Do we have the photo of him? Maybe not. Maybe we don't have that photo. Well, yeah, there he is. So you see that he's got the bandana there. He could, 
if he wanted to, pull it up and you got yourself a face, How face covering. How quickly they forget the man who saved Christmas. Cut him some slack, you know? <laughs> uh, but he wouldn't do it. And so they, they asked him to leave. And he did. Now, uh, he has since apologized. Now, when I saw the story that there was an apology because um, he made a bad decision, I thought they were talking for a second about the store owner making him leave. But of course, no. No, because that would never happen. The store owner is never in the wrong when they're asking you to mask up. It's always the right thing to do, to wear a mask. And so uh, Willis is now profusely I mean, from the beginning, right? Dr. Fauci has told us, wear, wear your mask. Right? Uh, I mean, he yeah, sets, except no. He sets the example mm. for us from day one. <laughs> uh, there he is opening day at the Washington Nationals game. Um, he's got mm-hmm. a buddy who's masked up. Uh, his wife has her mask. I don't know. In her hand. hand She's got it in her hand. It is covering her hand. And then, oh, oh, then she put it on. And look at him. And he, then he still doesn't have his on. Yeah, he's just got it down around his chin the whole time. He's on his phone. Oh, I, was, uh, I was eating and drinking. Eating and drinking, he says. Yeah. Eating and drinking. Uh, what, you're eating your phone? <laughs> Were you drinking from your phone? Is it a flask? What are you... Uh, it's. I mean, the joke's on us. You want to play that game? Tiresome. And again, uh, how much longer are we going to put up with it? How much longer? Good to know, though, that the uh, vaccine isn't going to change anything. That you still have to, you still have to wear the mask, still have to socially distance, still have to do everything you've been doing, uh, because the vaccine only protects you. We don't know if it protects others from you. That's I, their latest thing. Yeah, I don't care. That's way. their latest. I mean, thing. whatever. You can change every five <laughs> weeks. Don't care. So shut up. I do because this is supposed to end it. Yeah, well, I'm a survivor. That's supposed to end it. So there. Yeah, you are a survivor. And I'm still not changing my behavior. So screw them. Um, the uh, Major League Baseball. That's good news, right? The the report is that they're going to do a 462 game uh, schedule, and uh, vaccination uh, not required by um, those in attendance. So this might be your oh. last chance to go to a sporting event without having to prove that you're vaccinated. Hmm. Are they just going to allow people to uh, fill up the stadium, or are they going to have... I think it's going to be... We're going to do the percentages I again? I think it's going to depend on your municipalities and stuff like that, but I think baseball itself is saying, come on do in. Do what you want. Because remember, the World Series and the uh, NLCS that, that happened here mm-hmm. in Arlington at the Rangers' new ballpark, they allowed fans there um, in groups of four, spaced out. So that was a sign of hope there. How many did Arlington allow in then? I don't remember. Was don't it 25,000? Whatever the Texas thing was. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, it was less than that. But hmm. you know, it was a, whatever the percentage was, maybe 25%, oh. I believe, something like that. Also in Canada, in kind of a weird incident, a husband and wife were fined uh, $1,500 each after the woman was found walking the man on a leash. Okay, now, so if Jeffy were here, he'd say, who among us? Who among us right? hasn't uh, walked their spouse on yeah. a leash? Could have been a fetish thing. First of all. Don't judge. First of all. The incident occurred in Canada's Quebec on Saturday night when the woman was caught walking her husband on a leash like a dog <laughs> at 9 p.m. An hour after coronavirus curfew was imposed. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Yeah. The 8 p.m. curfew was imposed by Quebec Premier Francois Legault. Uh, Premier of Quebec in Canada to contain rising cases of COVID-19. 
Mm. And they were found breaking the curfew. When asked by police why she was breaking the curfew, Uh she said she was within curfew rules to walk outside of her house till till, uh, one kilometer. Oh, you can go one kilometer? Which, okay, so if you can go one kilometer... Nobody knows how far that is. That could be a few inches. Right. It could be 100,000 miles. Officer. I don't know. What is that? <laughs> but I guess you could walk your dog one kilometer outside of uh, curfew. And maybe he was identifying as such. Yes, she said she was walking her dog. <laughs> her husband is her, her, her dog. When cops pointed out that her husband was not a dog, oh. she protested. Oh. <gasps> Both husband and wife were fined then fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, uh, screw you! Now that's fifteen hundred Canadian, oh, which is about nickel a dollar fifty. <laughs> it's a dollar fifty American. Can I pay it right here, <laughs> officer? <laughs> Even though the woman has reportedly refused to pay the fine, well then I say she goes to prison. Whoa! I say she goes directly to prison. Like, like, hold on a second. She goes to prison. Uh-huh. Her husband goes to the pound. What? Yes. What are we doing here? Yes, he goes oh. to the pound. Like, did he say anything? Like, did he bark? Like, when they were approached, or <clears throat> how did that? You know, that much is not clear. Oh, unfortunately, I need more details on not, this story. Not clear. Also, the defiance of these uh, dining bans is really starting to grow. Why? Because people are going out of business. It is killing their livelihood. They would like to put food on their tables and pay for the place in which they live. Um, But indoor indoor dining has been banned in most of Oregon for about two months. But there's an eatery 20 miles southeast of Portland that was doing booming business. Unfortunately, it was illegal business. The restaurant owners, Brian and Liz Mitchell, fully reopened January 1st in defiance of uh, Governor Kate Brown's COVID-19 indoor banning, uh, indoor dining ban in their county, despite the risk of heavy fines and surging coronavirus cases. We're not going to back down because our employees still need to eat. They still need that income. The statement that we're making is, <clears throat> every life is essential. You have the right to survive. Nobody should tell you what you can and cannot do to provide for your family. Gosh, so true health officials in oregon and other states with bans say they are necessary because people can't wear the mask with their center for disease control and prevention lists indoor dining as a particularly high-risk activity really because in uh some of the surveys i've seen so some of the studies that have been done uh, catching COVID-19 at restaurants is way down on the list. Like 5% of occurrences happen at restaurants. Don't they say that the the big box stores where people are getting this, where they don't have any restrictions really, um, at like Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart. You, okay. can, you can go in there and do whatever you want. Yeah, I mean. Well, with masks, usually. Well, okay. I mean, Sure. Yeah. But that's where they say people, like 50 or 60% really? of people are contracting the cases. Wow. Uh, it's not, it's, they're not, this is not happening at restaurants yeah, for the most part. That's because you got to get in there and you got to sit down real quick. Remember, it goes right over your head. Right over the head. Yeah. Zoom. Now, if you stand up and you go to the bathroom while you're in there, you got to put the mask back on because obviously now you're. Now you're in the zone. At eye level with See? the virus. 
You don't want to play around with it. Then. No, you don't. See, that's why these officers in that video we've got, mm-hmm. see, they're, they're actually, that's high risk right there. Yes. Because they're standing. Right. You know? So, yes. So they could be killed by the virus at any second. And uh, Any second. Just got to sit down quickly. <laughs> what a stupid world. What a stupid society. And it's so easy there for these politicians are. like these governors and, and these mayors to make these stupid restrictions. Mm-hmm. Because when's the last time you heard about a poor politician? When's the last time you heard uh, of a politician or a governor uh, scraping together to make ends meet? Okay? I guess middle class Joe is the Right, middle class Joe. Yeah, of. okay, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. We don't live the lives that you do. Okay? So we need to get a paycheck, a steady paycheck that arrives every two weeks. I'm sorry that, that we don't have the riches that you, yeah. dear governor and mayor and so on, um, have the, you can afford to, to, to call for lockdowns because it doesn't affect you. And middle class Joe has made, what, $19 million? Is that what we just heard in the last three years? Yeah, these politicians. Middle class Joe, yep. $19 million. They're still getting paid, y'all. Yeah, they are. Lockdowns don't affect politicians' paycheck flow. No, they don't. Uh, here are the states, though, with the best and worst rates of vaccinations so far. If okay. you're curious as to where it's it's going really well yeah. so far, um, the 10 states, and again, see if you see another trend here. <laughs> okay? This is amazing. Mm. The places where they're moving out of, all Democrat. The places where they're moving into, all Republican. Okay. The states with the greatest population of vaccinated so far, uh, Republican. West Virginia, number one. Uh, The rate per 100,000, 6,177. So 6.1%, almost 6.2% of their population has been vaccinated. South Dakota, huh, Christy Nome's state, number two at 5.7%. North Dakota, another Republican state at number three. Followed by Republican state Alaska, followed by Vermont, which is, I guess, Democrat. But don't doesn't Vermont have a Republican uh, governor? Yes, I think they do. Yeah, so that's another Republican-run state. Connecticut, though, is number six to mess this up. Oklahoma, <laughs> back to Republican, four point three percent. Maine, definitely Democrat, four point two percent. Colorado, four point one, and Montana, four point one percent. The states with the smallest population of vaccine, vaccines so far. In Alabama, they've got 1.7%. But that's, you know, that's people who don't want it, I'll bet. Um, Georg- yeah. Georgia's at 1.8. South Carolina, followed by Nevada, Mississippi, Arizona, Idaho. California is only at 2.2%. Wisconsin and uh, North Carolina, 2.5%. It's mostly... Conservative leaning states, right? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I think I think that I think you nailed it though. <clears throat> I think you cracked the code. I think it's people just don't want it. Yeah, they don't want it. I mean, I, I, I bet you it, Texas would it. We're probably. Uh, I would say we're probably one of the worst states because people here just don't want it. They have decided they're not gonna they're not gonna be vaccinated, and so we'll see what happens with that. Will we get to uh, herd immunity? With the people who do want it. That remains to be seen. Um, but the head of Moderna is also saying COVID will be here forever. Jeez. I, I, you know, the guy who's at the head of the company, who was the second in line to produce the vaccine that's ready to go, even he is saying it'll be here forever. Wow. Okay. 
There's, so there's no way out of this, is what you're telling us. Great. Thank you for the hope. Uh, public health officials and infectious disease experts have said there's a high likelihood COVID will become an endemic disease, meaning it'll become present in communities at all times, though likely at lower levels than we have it now. Uh, Moderna CEO Stefan Bensel appeared to agree Wednesday that COVID-19 will become endemic, saying SARS-CoV-2 is not going away. We're going to live with this virus, we think, forever. Wow. Wasn't it Fauci that was saying that we could get rid of this? If we just do this and that and and then the vaccine comes along and we Wait. mask up and we so we man we socially distance and then we do the vaccine. I don't know that we want to lean on anything Dr. Fauci has said because the opposite's gonna end up being true. But I, did you say that this vaccine doesn't last forever? Like once yeah, it's, it's a in- year. They think it's a year. Moderna says It'll last one year, <laughs> which makes it what? It makes it the um, the flu, the flu vaccine thing. Huh. Okay, you get to get it every year, so we continue to make money from you every year. Wow, amazing yeah. how that worked out, isn't it? Isn't it though? But there's so many vaccines. I I don't know. Maybe some of them will. I mean, you've got the Pfizer vaccine that. Uh, I haven't heard about that one. It's I, I'm pretty sure it's the Moderna vaccine. They said a year, but that leads me to believe that everybody's going to say the same thing because everybody wants to keep making the money from us every year and huh. keep us in line. You know, keep us coming to them uh, so that we can live in our society yep. every year and you know have their permission. You refuse the vaccine, your world is going to get smaller for and, sure, and smaller mm-hmm. and smaller. Just got to be mentally prepared for that. And you got to figure out the places where you're not going to be forced to take the vaccine. The problem is you're going to have a a government in power, a federal government, that is going to stretch their powers as far as they can. So states may become irrelevant. Yeah, and we just don't believe anything anymore. So that's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem when they tell us a year because I, frankly... I, I'm about to spit in your face over that and just say, I'm sorry, then. I'm not going to do it every year. I'm not going to do it because I don't trust you and you've proven yourselves untrustworthy. So that can't bode well. Can't <laughs> <laughs> for the future. Hey, tomorrow's Friday. Oh, yeah. So that's That means a- what? Uh, more on trivia. Yeah, the old man bowl. Right. Two quarterbacks younger than me. So it's Tampa Bay versus... Uh, Uh, New Orleans. Uh, Orleans. Yep. Yeah. Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Tomorrow on More on Trivia as we finish the week together getting into the weekend. Here on Pat Gray Unleashed. See you then.